Welcome to track number six of Snake Junction. All right, let's pray. Holy Spirit, thank you for the great opportunity we have. In Jesus' name, amen. You may be seated. Now, the next um, thing that we want to talk about, I believe we are blessed this morning, amen. The next thing that we want to talk about is at uh, Snake Junction is the taking of uh, our theme is what? To excel. Alright. What is the cause of not excelling? Unstable as water thou shall not excel. Okay. So we want to keys to becoming to, to excelling. Amen. Amen. And one of the keys is what? Desire. desire. Another key is what? No, not desire. Understanding your desire. Do you understand? Because you have to understand that the desire you have is an indication of the will of God for your life. What do you think? Do you understand? The desire you have to serve God is an indication of God's calling for your life. Can I have an amen? Amen. Now, the second thing is what? The can-do attitude. Why not? We have nothing to lose. Let's start now. Let's work hard. All things are possible. Huh? Copy and paste. Let's make the changes now. It's not too late. It's not too late to learn something new. If you don't help me, I'll still do it. I'll survive. I'll shine. I'll never give up. Let's work till it's finished. Let's not go home until we finished. Huh? I'll not be down forever. I don't have time for opposition. That's it. In fact, you sound very strong when you say such things. How many realize that you feel very strong when you speak like that? All right, what's the next reason? The next thing. Building something. Let's go. If I don't build, ready, go. How many watermelons are being filled with something? <laughs> From today, when you, when you watch the news, you see the people. Just ask yourself, am I watching a watermelon head? Yeah. A watermelon head leading me. Look outside. This is where we learn administration and management. This is the school of learning administration and management. Anyway, next one is what? Huh? Don't think about what you can get, what you can give. Is that not so? When you are at Snake Junction and you are thinking about what you can get, you will slow down and start turning. And what will happen? You drive over and what will happen? To chase you to the end. Mercy. 
attachments attachment to your files is that not so the next one is what predict the future in a general way do you understand how many have become prophetic in by common sense what are the two powers that you are using common sense and what and what history amen are you getting more keys and strategies how many realize you are now equipped to go out very good now the next thing is take decisions okay what are the eight greatest decisions you must ever take in your life when you get to a junction snake junction or whatever don't dilly dally take decisions amen so I want to give you eight decisions that will be important in your life. The most important decisions. Number one, the decision to be born again. Amen. Is it a good decision? How many have taken that decision already? Number two, take a decision to be a committed Christian rather than a, part, a partly committed Christian or quite a good Christian. A decision to be a committed Christian for the rest of your life how many think it's a very good decision to take huh do you think it is all right all right then number three the next third, third most important decision that you must take in your life is to choose the bible as the most important book in your life choose the bible as the most important book in your life amen is it an important decision you have decided to give your life to jesus number two you have decided to to do what to be a committed christian rather than a wishy-washy christian people have to ask is he a believer is she a christian how many have decided to be a committed christian when you finish school after you finish will you still be will you be when you are old will you be when you are married Will it be when you have children? Yes. Will it be when you are broke? Yes. Will it be when you are rich? Yes. Will it be when you are abroad? Yes. Will it be when your prayers are not answered? Yes. Will you still believe in God? Yes. Right. The fourth most important decision of your life is to marry the right person. Now that is the fourth most important decision of your life. Okay, or it's one of the eight important decisions of your life. Now, to marry the right person, it is not as though you are the because sometimes when I when I look at people who say, Oh, this is not a this person, I decided not to marry him or her because he's like this, he's like that, he's like that, he's like that. It is true, maybe, but so who is going to marry that person? What do you think? Huh? So who should marry that person? I mean, that person was also made by God. Or, or you don't get what I'm saying? Yeah. Who should marry? Who should marry him? Yeah. The person is like this. The person is like that. The person is this. The person is that. So who should marry that person? Somebody has to marry the person. Do you see? 
and you too you have why not and and you too you have a lot of faults do you see so sometimes i don't know we are so picky and choosy you know and we have so many things about us too that are some way do you see but anyway try and marry the right person choose think about it very well pray about don't let us ever hear you say i made a mistake when i was married i've regretted marrying this person we don't want to hear that what do you think huh don't say that one day think about it carefully you understand go through with your mind whatever you get that is it you understand i said that is it what you get that's what you've got and then don't always be looking at the person with regret no i made a mistake if i had known that you would become so fat i wouldn't have married you if i had known that this i wouldn't have married you if i had known that that i wouldn't have married you think about it and know that you will not know everything and when you are in it you have to believe that it is the right thing don't say when we went they told us that the one of the most important decisions is to marry the right person and i think that i have not married the right person so i have to correct that major decision of my life i married in the night one time my brother told me i married in the night i said what do you mean he said when jacob got married they brought him leah you see he had he was going to marry Rachel, but it was in the night so they brought him leah her face was covered they went you know there was no electricity and so on so he slept with her and everything then when he woke up in the morning he was going to say, ah, you are not Rachel." and he goes i mean what is this do you see and then the father said oh it's our custom you cannot give the younger before the older do you understand and then he said i'll work for uh seven more years for rachel so you stay with her for one week after one week i'll give you rachel so he had rachel and he worked for another seven years for for her do you see but he could have complained that it was in the night it was in darkness and then and some people are saying that that darkness is lack of knowledge see so i also entered a relationship when i was in the university out of lack of knowledge in the darkness i chose and i didn't know this and i didn't know that and i didn't know that you will never know everything so when you are married please that thing when you are always thinking you are on the wrong road you will never do well in this life Amen. Amen. What do you think? And God can bless mistakes. Amen. Have you seen how many know that God blesses mistakes too? Because Abraham told God, my my son Ishmael, I let him also. And God said, I will bless him. I will bless him. I will bless your mistake. So every mistake you make, God can also bless it. I see God blessing. How many have already made some mistakes? You are too young. How many have already made mistakes? Just now, no, you've made mistakes. Huh? <laughs> but it is, it is not a good thought. 
it's one of the evil thoughts of your life to think that you are in a mistake yeah it's a very bad thought it's one of the evil attacks of the devil to have such a thought in your mind i tell you you are opening the door to the devil yeah as soon as you start to have made a mistake i've made a mistake to study philosophy i should have done law i should have done this i should have done science i should have done look that is when your bicycle will turn do you understand because you immediately slow down when you are driving and you realize that no this is not the road to akosombo this is the road to aflao you immediately slow down because soon a u-turn may become necessary rather you must give thanks to god and say lord i trust you and the person you are calling a mistake was created by god for somebody to marry so somebody has to marry that person and why not you I said, why not you? It could be you. Oh, you don't think so? All of us are sick. We all need help. How many realize that we are all sick? Hey, how do you know you are so young? Huh? But even though we are all sick, eh, when you are all sick, what it must let you do is you have to be soft towards people that you know are wrong. Because you are also wrong. Not in theory. You don't have to say in theory, I am also whatever. You have to see and know that you are not correct. And that you need help. Amen. Amen. What do you think? So choose the right person. Now, who is the youngest person here? Is anybody here 18 years old? 19. Come. Two 19 year olds, come. Give me a microphone. You are too slow. Hello? You are 19. Look at his face. How can he know the right person to choose? What do you think? How can he know? What do you think? Mention three characteristics of the person you want to marry. No, and I need you to be fast. I need you to be fast. Quickly. Okay, first of all, the, yes. the person has to be a Christian. Yes. 
um, the person has to be beautiful. Yes. <laughs> the person has to have a something, a vision that is compatible with my vision. What's your vision? Say it quickly. Um, I want to. I want to serve God to a high level. So she must be compatible with such a vision. Such a vision. Yes, okay. please. Okay. All right. <laughs> so come. Which of these? Did you see? Eugene, come. 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 Which of these 19 year olds? Do you know them? Do you know any of them? Which of them do you know? Um, Joy. Joy. Would Joy be suitable for your vision? (laughs) Would Joy be suitable for your vision? Huh? I can't tell. Pardon? I can't tell. What, what, what do you need to know to be able to tell? In fact, I don't know. I don't know what to say. You don't know what to say? Okay, three characteristics of the person you want to marry. Okay, I want a Christian. Yes. Um, Nobody should say Christian. We are all Christians. So, I mean, just, just say three things. You are too slow. Quickly. I want someone tall. Someone who's tall. Okay. Someone slim. Someone who's slim. And then what else? <laughs> uh, Joy, come quickly. Somebody who's tall, somebody who's slim. And then what's the third characteristic? I no, one more quickly. Someone who wants to serve God. Someone who wants to serve God. Okay, tall, slim, somebody who wants to serve God. And someone who's handsome. Someone who is handsome. Please. You are disturbing, please. Yes? Um, someone is handsome. Next. Someone who's really tall. Someone who's really tall. Uh-huh. And someone who's intelligent. And someone who's intelligent. She wants someone who is handsome really tall and then intelligent okay someone who is in the ministry someone who's in the ministry and someone who is wise someone is wise and then <laughs> someone who is handsome and someone is handsome how will you know when the person is um wise maybe by the way the person talks by the way the, how do you know when the person is handsome <laughs> when i see when you see <laughs> Okay. Um, uh, <laughs> um, someone whose passion and love for God is more than mine. Someone whose passion and love for God is more than yours. Okay. And then someone has a great sense of humor. Someone has a great sense of humor. Why? What? What? What is that? <laughs> someone likes um, naturally. I mean, makes jokes. I mean, say things funny. I, I like laughing. You like laughing. Okay. <laughs> She likes laughing. She wants somebody who will make her laugh. <laughs> okay, go on. And, and somebody very caring. Somebody who is what? Caring. Very caring. Okay. She wants, she wants somebody who is very caring. Somebody who will make her laugh. And somebody who, whose passion for God is more than hers. And you? Um, <laughs> I would... I would prefer someone who is 
who loves the work of God. Yes. And number two. Number two. Very emotional. You want a very emotional girl? Okay. What do you, what do you mean by very emotional? Like very very sensitive. Like very very sensitive. Yeah. In what way? Um, an example is somebody who can easily cry when you misbehave. You know, such things move me. So such things move you. <laughs> okay. And then what else? And then um, like, like she starts crying often. She cries often. Not, not that often. Like crying, crying. But when I say emotional, I mean like somebody who is like sensitive. Like, I use sexually crying. emotional. No no, 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 not that one. But emotionally sensitive that's sensitive yeah, very sensitive easily hurt um yes when yeah. easily hurt or okay will respond to um hurts easily okay what's the third thing and then the third thing is that um she has to wise wise yeah. okay so you want somebody who is emotionally sensitive and then wise, wise and then must love the ministry work and must love the ministry work all right now those few of us here who are married you can know from listening to these people that several of them are headed towards a concrete wall <laughs> huh? yes because so, 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 so when, when, the reason why I'm saying all this is because for me to say to you that you should marry the right person, I think that, you see, and it is only in this state, especially maybe for the ladies, it's for a certain period of your life that somebody may come and propose to you. Do you understand? When your cheeks are the way they are, the wrinkles are the way they are, the, your hair, your body, your breast, everything, your shape, is a certain way. You understand? And that thing changes. Because the breast that you see as a pear, it will turn into a pancake at a point. Oh, you don't understand my message. Huh? <laughs> so, so the point that i'm trying to make is that unfortunately it is at this stage that they will be making those decisions and you can see that many of them don't have wisdom oh yeah they are headed like a bullet so when i say marry the right person i think that almost everybody at a certain stage of your life is likely to make what you are calling a mistake and even if you know everything you will never find the person who has all those qualities but let us say that you find the person when you find the person who has all the qualities and is so perfect for you one day you will do something that the person is not expecting 
and then it will cause a reaction from the person which will not be how you knew the person because now he's responding to something that he has never seen before so what you will see in the form of a response will be quite different from how the person was before the person received such stimuli from you when the serpent comes into the garden you may be surprised at how you all behave including the perfect person that you saw so when we talk about marry the right person you must take it with the mind that at the end of the day when i choose i have chosen that is it don't come up and say this that of course you have to learn more whether it is wife whether somebody is slim whether somebody somebody who is slim he may start to have a pot belly very soon he may become he's slim because he hasn't got food or he's slim because he doesn't have money do you understand but one day when he's eating every day you may be surprised and then you may be surprised that the slim person that you had has turned into a very big person so pray pray hard pray and pray with all your mind lord deliver me from evil and then choose it's like when you come for laying on of hands when you come and they lay hands on you just tell yourself i've received something and go back don't say because i didn't fall because this because that no i received thank you jesus i'm going back then you go back to your seat so when you choose and you marry what you have to say is that amen i believe this is it i have done the right thing and i believe that god is with me so how many are going to marry the right person from today yeah so based on what i've said it's almost impossible for you to marry the wrong person isn't it (laughs) because whichever way it goes you you marry the right person by the grace of god so pray hard that's my best i can't give you marriage counsel this is not marriage counsel but i can just advise you pray hard and pray for wisdom to replace foolishness that you may choose Amen. amen one day let me not talk about that uh, it's okay you go and sit down it will be too long <laughs> you want to hear stories yes. the next one to choose the right church to choose the right word church is one of the most important decisions how many realize that the church you belong to can affect you greatly as a fourth the next important decision is to follow the right person now whether you believe it or not everybody is following someone do you know that even if you are not deciding to follow someone you are following someone yeah sometimes you are following your friend sometimes you are following your cousin sometimes you are following your mother sometimes you are following your father you are all following somebody are you listening to me are you listening to me so decide to follow the right persona amen the next important decision is to choose the right friends amen Amen. choose your friends don't just allow yourself to have friends choose them eliminate some some of them don't call them again don't visit them again don't interact with them again decide that you i won't be your friend again you i'll not be your friend again you 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 i'll be your friends choose it's a choice i said anybody you see me around i've chosen to be with a person yeah by the grace of god there are no accidental people around me i choose exactly who should be near me and who should be around me yeah 
it is dangerous to allow people to be your friends by circumstances and when you are in school circumstance you are forced into this room with this person into this course with this person into this class with this person into this lecture with this person so you stand, end up having circumstantial friends but it reaches a point you have to choose and say that this person and this person are going to be part of my friends and I will, I will allow such people to be with me choose them and if you want a particular person to be close to that person or to be a friend of that person you can also choose and I'm at a force until that person becomes a friend look if you are a friend to somebody who sleeps with married men don't be surprised if one day you are also sleeping with married men if you are a friend to somebody who is a divorcee and is pro-divorce don't be surprised if one day you are also changing your mind to become a divorcee if you are close to somebody who is not serious don't be surprised if one day you are also not serious choose your friends do you understand it cannot be that your friend is so some way and that person is your friend it cannot be you have to choose amen, amen. and it is there because your friend affects you more than your pastor you understand and people there is an invisible way in which people's attitude affects you not even what they say even like me if i'm preaching and i feel that somebody is bored i i tend to start closing you haven't said close but i tend to feel and begin myself i begin to see myself shutting down the service are, are you with me yeah so you haven't said anything but it affects me so there's an invisible way in which friends have a way of and so you must choose reverend saki was not my friend from primary school i didn't even know him you understand i didn't even know him my my my, my, my friend one of my best friends was um, uh he was half half dutch and half swiss it's a white boy that was one of my best friends yeah one day he came to the house we said we were going to try to see if we can smoke no these are the people these were the people that were my friends and other bad people <laughs> yes do you understand now how did reverend saki become my friend because we had similar interests he had an interest in winning souls to god and i found that out by talking to him and that is how he became my friend and i chose him as a friend as somebody that i can be with and pastor eddie the same you understand yeah, yeah. and since then only those who are interested in what i'm doing can be my friends Amen. yes and you must also choose you understand yeah and there are many people who don't believe including christians who don't believe in what we are doing there are many christians who feel that lighthouse is weird we are extreme we are doing this we are doing this too much whatever and so on those people cannot be your friend they can be acquaintances they can be people you meet they can be people you go for lectures with but as soon as you finish see you yeah what do you think yeah. 
The fact that somebody is a pastor does not mean that he's my friend. There are many pastors, I, can't, I have nothing to discuss with them. There are some people, when I see them, they only gossip. This person has done this. I hear this man has done this. This has happened to this person. This one is saying this. This one. Every time there is a bad story. You sit down with them for three minutes. You, you hear some bad news by all means. About somebody who has fallen into a problem. What do you think? So choose. Choose. I am saying choose because before this time circumstances will choose your girlfriends and your boyfriends but a time comes you must choose say you you will not be my friend yeah you are out of my life and you must say you you will be my friend in fact that will even determine the kind of people that you will marry because if you are to mention certain names that such a person to marry you see that, that person is not even in this group even on the campus church you realize that there are groups in the church how many realize that there are groups in the church huh there are groups how many are thinking about what I'm saying raise your hand if you are thinking about what I'm saying are you thinking about your friends Eugene, is it true? Yes. Pastors, I'm saying they are reverends, bishops, this, have whatever. They are not my friends. I know them, I respect them. I don't say bad things about them. I respect their churches. I thank God for their life, but they are not my friends. When I say friend, I mean somebody I chat with, I laugh with, we talk, relax, discuss, whatever. I, I, there are some people, if I open, Pastor, so if I mention a scripture, do you understand? If I mention a scripture, it's like I'm saying something unusual. How should it be unusual to share a scripture with a pastor? It's almost as if I'm trying to preach to the person. Even Bishop Duncan Williams, I can share with him scriptures. I will share with him, he will listen to me. One day he said to me, you are one of the few people that I listen to. Yeah. One day I shared with him something in the morning. I was talking to him. I told him I shared with him something. I, he was preaching somewhere in the evening. When I went there, when I went there, he was, he was quoting what I said. Wow. Now, I didn't mention my name, but I knew that this is exactly what I told him. And he, was saying, he was sharing it with the people. So why is it that you are a pastor? I cannot share something with you. There is something wrong. You understand? So somebody that you cannot share with the word. I mean, what is to be more interesting to you? Years ago, we had a Christian friend. He said to me, he said, when you meet a believer and you don't share the word of God, you have missed the point. You have missed the point. That's the point. The point is the scripture, not the news, what is happening. The actual point is the scriptures. Not soccer, politics, this, that, whatever. I'm so interested in the word and in God and in advancing in the kingdom what do you think? is it a powerful idea? so choose the right friend the next one, choose the right country the right city, the right place to live Uh, how many have I given you? 
the next one the next important decision is to choose the right job okay now the next important um, thing that I want you to realize that's very very important is that decisions all right are often if not always a decision between two imperfect choices almost every decision is a choice between two imperfect options amen so don't let that make you afraid of choosing what do you think how many understand my message almost every decision is a choice between two imperfect choices options so don't let that keep you back shall we go through that let me show you many examples but let me start by showing you what jesus said jesus said if your right hand causes you to sin remove it for it will be better to go to heaven with one arm than to go with two arms into hell why did he say you should remove your arm why did he say you should take that decision because you have two options and both are not good so just choose the better one of the two bad because to go to hell with your two arms and you'll be in fire you'll be shouting clapping whatever will be a problem to go to heaven with one arm when everybody put your hands together then you'll be you have only one arm forever and ever when people are in heaven rejoice and lift your arms to the lord then you you'll be doing this when people are happy in heaven and they say can you see the glory there you have only one eye because of certain things from earth one eye has been plucked out so you'll be looking i can't see or one leg you are using crutches heaven power that you've come you are using crutches and jesus said it will be better to use crutches in heaven for the rest of eternity than to have your two legs and be in hell that one is worse but both are not good you should have come to heaven with your two arms you should have come to heaven with your two eyes you should have come to heaven with your two legs but should in case there is a choice to make brother just choose the lesser of the two evils and advance quickly because you see when i was at the snake junction the reason why i began to slow down was i was not sure of what was straight but i think it would be better for me to go straight to the place that i'm not sure than to drive over the snake as i did and because the snake stayed with me until i got up and what was about to happen to me when i stopped would not be good for me to see that is why i got out of the dream <laughs> but i could have gone on and if it wasn't good i could have turned around i could have made a change 
I could have made a U-turn. I could have, I could have changed my idea. Or come back to the junction without disturbing the snake. Then I would have lost some time. You understand? I would have been late. But it would be better to be late than for the rest of my life. I am moving with the snake. It's a, now an attachment. Forgive. How many want a serpentile attachment for the rest of your life? Both are not good. But one is better. Let me give you seven examples of decisions that are a choice between two imperfect options. Amen. Amen. Number one, whom to marry? Isn't it? Who you marry is a choice between imperfect options. Huh? Either you marry James or you marry John. John is a good Christian. You get it? But he's not very committed. And he has a lot of money. James is very committed and spiritual, but he doesn't have money. Do you see? Which one is better? The very committed who doesn't have money and the Christian who is not so committed but has a lot of money. Committed without money is better than not committed with money. Well, it's on to you. You know what is better. Jane can cook nicely but she cries all the time. And she's always hurt. She's very emotional. <laughs> Emotionally sensitive. But Joyce cannot cook at all. Can't cook and won't cook. But she, she's not hurt by anything. Whatever you do, she's never hurt. You can be with her, she will never be offended. Which one is better to marry, Jane or Joyce? Jane. The one who can cook but is always crying. She, she's went to a lot of school she's very clever and she has got a very good job and she's rich and she can cook very nicely and she's very good at sex but she's very proud these are the, this is the only problem only problem is that she's very proud if you, if you cross her path she will sort you out just now <laughs> that's Araba Huh? Fafa is not good at cooking. She's not good at sex. She's very rich. She's humble. Eh? But she's not beautiful at all. 
What is Fafa? What did I say Fafa is? Fafa is what? She doesn't know how to cook. She's not good at sex. She has a lot of money. She's very humble and she's ugly. Which one will you choose? You choose Fafa. The other one is very good at sex. Uh, What was her name? However, she's very good at sex, very good at food, very beautiful, has a lot of money, but she's very proud. <laughs> She'll slap you just now, you'll be surprised. So now which one do you want to marry Fafa are you sure Lucy Lucy she's very good at sex she's useless at food no cooking she is very beautiful. Huh? Very beautiful. And she's lazy. What did I say? She's what? Beautiful. Very good at sex. Does not know how to cook. And lazy. Huh? Georgina, she's a very good cook, very good sex, or so she says. And how can she know also? That's the problem. Who and who have tried her? <laughs> huh? Test drive. <laughs> Who has done a test drive? Now, Georgina, what did I say? She's good at cooking. She's good at sex. She's very rich. She's humble. But she's very dirty. Her house is more than a Makola market that has mixed up. Huh? <laughs> That's Georgina. Do you want Georgina? You like Georgina? Uh, okay. Christabel Christabel she's very humble 
very beautiful very helpful financially her cooking is not bad but only that she likes cooking certain things and one thing she doesn't like sex at all don't touch me will you choose her so is this Christabel? So Christabel is George. We have Georgina, we have Christabel, we have Lucy, we have Fafa, we have Araba. All these, as you can see, everybody has a sickness. And by all means, you will get one. What do you think? So one day i saw a brother i said would you not marry I said oh, i'm i'm studying certain things so every year i used to go i travel abroad and i see him i said well no Charlie. this this this, this that. you know he was, was always talking this girl is like this then he will have somebody said no this one is like this this one is like that. he was getting older and older and older and older. finally when i saw him he said that this is my wife i said ah Oh, this you have scanned the whole world. All the churches in London, this is the one that you have brought. Huh? If I or no fine. But you see, what happens is that when you are so fussy, that is when you can rather go and pick the wrongest person. Yeah, you will get the wrong person. Because you are so fussy. This one is like this. This one put his put his hand inside his nose. He does this. He is like that. He does this. this that. So that is life. The next one, an imperfect choice. What job to do? Yes, you may choose to be a doctor, but you spend all your life in the hospital. And you will be supervising death and misery and sorrows all your life. Yeah. Another time you may choose to be a lawyer. And you will always be arguing, 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 arguing. You get it? Oh, what are the disadvantages of being a lawyer? Um, oh, you lying. Somebody was sharing with me a vision the other day. It was there was a group of pastors standing here all wearing their collars and then a group of lawyers standing here and then it looks like the lord was coming when the lord he said liars that's what i said so the lord came and then it was like somebody said no the lawyers should come forward first for their judgment because they are liars and then so the lord said no the lawyer should like the pastors who should come to the front first oh you don't understand the vision <laughs> okay you later after church <laughs> <laughs> what are the advantages of being a lawyer? <laughs> you may get a job and earn a lot of money, but you will never live to spend it. It's true. 
like many of the people abroad, they earn a lot of money. They don't, they don't have time to use it. You see. So, you may work in the ministry, you may be poor, but you may be happy. When you do what you want to do. Or you may work as a lecturer here. You may be a vice chancellor, you'll be very poor, but you'll be happy. You may work in the bank somewhere. You always come home at 10, 11. One of our pastors, he was working at, in a law firm in, in, in America. One day the people called him and said, sit down. We want to talk to you. He said, we have realized you are not committed to this work. He said, me, I'm not committed. You know what? You know when he goes to work, 9 o'clock, you know when he comes home? 4 a.m., 2 a.m. Every single day. Not that I've said, I've seen it before. I stayed in his house before. I thought that we came home late. That's when I saw the seniors in coming late. We were sleeping around 2, 3 a.m. He had not yet come. When I got up in the morning, he had come 4 a.m., 5, changed. 9 o'clock, he was off. 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock, he was off to work. And, and the people called and said, you are not coming. Do you know why? He said, he doesn't come to work on Sundays. He works on Saturdays. 9 a.m., 4 a.m., 2 a.m. And all the people there, they are all divorced, not married, homosexuals. And when they have a big deal, these Americans, so when they have a big deal, they make a lot of money or whatever, they call, uh, these distinguished Americans, they call a strip dancer to the office to come and dance, to take off her clothes, the strip dancing, whatever. That's, you see all of them perverted, fully that's it it's like so you can have that great job but you, you don't you are not even know he said he does not see his children he does not see anybody he does not do whatever he does not live whatever just for these white people who also say that he's not committed so in the end they say you have to go that's it it's, it's wonderful isn't it huh is it not stupendously marvelous yeah so you may be doing that job or you may be a nice pastor in a village. You'll be very happy. Yeah. You see your wife and children all the time. <laughs> because there are no friends in the village. <laughs> you have a lot of children in the village. You will not be inhaling smoke, fumes, carbon monoxide, and other things which cause diseases. You may live longer. Uh, you may also get river blindness from the <laughs> or you may get schistosomiasis what do you think huh which one do you want village somebody may like the village there are always imperfect options and choices. Where you live is another imperfect choice. Europe is more developed, more stress, no God. Africa, we don't have development. We have water tanks lying all over the place. But we are happy, isn't it? We are happy, we are free. Uh, there's God, we have God. We are blessed. You can't buy so many things, but we are happy. Yeah. 
fry your fish and eat it fresh fish from the sea yeah free range chicken that are moving in town you just catch one and you kill you can buy kebab easily free but you don't have certain things so it's still imperfect so when you still i look at people who are saying i'm looking at this i'm looking at this hurry up hurry up hurry up and decide i said hurry up and decide life is made up of imperfect options that you have to choose from amen what to study in school it will be faster to study carpentry will it not be faster to study carpentry than physics huh and you become a carpenter quickly but when you are a carpenter you may not earn so much as a physics teacher <laughs> oh it may be faster to learn plumbing but when you are a plumber what will happen huh you may not get so much as you will get if you are working at Barclays Bank. But it takes you a long time to go to university. You can do nursing, you finish in three years. I'll do medicine, I'll finish in seven years. When I finish, I'll earn more than you who is a, a nurse. So everything is there. Options, choices. Choose it. Amen. Amen. How many are ready to choose? So life is made up of choosing things that are not perfect amen the next one which church to attend if you come to lighthouse they may teach you too much about the ministry in the end everybody will be a pastor and there will be nobody in the church to work and go to work and come <laughs> if you go to another church too they will not ever teach you about the ministry all you think is that to be a good Christian is to get a lot of money and bring to the church yeah and you may even equate financial prosperity to godliness the bible says godliness is not gain do you understand yeah if you go to another church they may not preach only singing do you see singing singing throughout you may go to an independent church which is unstable you may go to a, a, a church which is part of a denomination but there's no anointing it's always things are not ideal but you still have to choose stand up the next one which car to drive korean car may be cheaper but it may get spoiled huh quickly what do you think it may get spoiled when quickly the fitter will say bring that car to me quickly you are too slow amen you are too slow amen do you understand then also which car to drive and what's the last one who to vote for 
Which watermelon should I vote for? Should it be the red one or the green one? The big one or the small one? Are you listening to me? How many are now ready to pass through and excel? You see, when you start hesitating about something that you should not hesitate too much, because you think you are looking for a perfect choice. Do you understand? You are about to make a mistake that can prevent you from excelling. Are you listening to me? How many are realizing that God is showing you how to drive quickly through? Do you understand? Yeah. For instance, how do I know who should be the next elder? It's, it's always a choice between two imperfect, three imperfect, four imperfect options. But you've got to move on because I could easily be, it will, be, it will now be the end of your time and, and I'm now deciding who should be the elder. Meanwhile, you've just finished school. What do you think? Oh, you don't understand what I'm saying? Let's say who should be the next chief elder. And the way things are, I can't choose. So now I'm going to wait. By the time I finish assessing everything, the semester is over. And we are next year. Do you understand what I'm saying? That is how a large part of our nation is run. Everybody knows. When I was in medical school, when you do one post-mortem operation, it charged seven CDs seven cities and i think it's still seven cities you know i went to gbc the other time and they were telling me the cost of what what was it tv license is how much twenty thousand ten thousand five thousand six thousand three thousand cities that's a tv license if you have more than one TV, you pay 5000 That's a TV license. And when you don't pay, the fine is 100000 And when the person who goes to take the money, who, who takes you to court, he will get half of the amount. Do you see? I don't understand. Let's say Grace is supposed to pay her TV license, three thousand. I'm the one who gives the the TV license. I give it. But if she doesn't pay and I take her to court, I'll get half of the fine for myself. So I'll get fifty thousand from her. So I don't want her to pay the three thousand. So when she comes to pay the three thousand, I say we are not ready so in the end she never pays then i take her to court and i get hundred thousand i take the fifty thousand and the and the rest of the fifty thousand is for the court not for gbc or for the court and the rest half of the fifty thousand is for myself you see so i was asking the director why why 
why do you not change the price of the TV license from 3,000 CDs? Said they have submitted it to Parliament. And that because of elections, something, 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 various things. So, if they increase it, some people will say this, this, or that, that, or that, this, or that. So, in the end, you see GPC, which is a TV station, which should be a multi-million dollar profit-making organization, needs to get money from the government every month to be able to pay and to survive do you understand how our lives are going down because we fail to take decisions that must be taken that are so obvious mercy are you listening to me yeah grace will sing for us sing something we are coming to the end at least of my session and then we are going to hand over and have communion. Amen. To everything there is a season To every purpose there is a time The Lord who made the whole world has everything in His hands He wants the world to know Him in all His righteousness and he has called us into his kingdom for such a time as this it's a time to believe it's a time to love and live there was a time we received now it's time for us to give standing hand in hand together Let's reach out and touch our world Can't you hear the Spirit calling? It's our time There was a time when we were learners Now it's time for us to teach There was a time we used to follow Now it's time for us to lead And there was a time we used to borrow Now it's time for us to land It's our world, it's our nation It's a time of destiny It's our time to believe It's our time to love and live there was a time we received Now it's time for us to give Standing hand in hand together Let's reach out and touch our world Can't you hear the Spirit calling? It's a time We have an obligation to reach this generation To let his kingdom come Within our world And we know we can succeed Simply cause we do believe He's given us what it takes To carry on Carry on it's our 
Isn't that beautiful? Hmm? It's our time. It's beautiful. <laughs> I'm blessed. Hallelujah. There was a time we had to learn, but it's time for us to, to teach. It's our time to give. Amen. It's our time to share. It's our time to do what we have to do. Huh? We are blessed. Are we not blessed? How many feel blessed? How many know that God has given you keys to ride by? To move on? Are you ready to move on? What did Reverend Saki share with you? About the call of God. And, and, and at the end he was sharing something about Nineveh. What was that? Types of what? Nineveh. Nineveh leaders. What do they do? Nineveh leaders. They change. Why? Some don't change. Huh? People are unrepentant. How many feel that you are changing? Are you sure? What have you changed? What has changed? Hughes, what has changed? Come and tell me what has changed. Give him a mic. What's the name of my brother who played the piano? Michael what? Nah. All right. I think my focus is now sharpened. Your focus is now what? Sharpened. Sharpened. Yeah. Then I, I also, I'm, I'm thinking properly at certain things now. So Tell us how you were thinking. Well, we didn't know that you were not thinking properly before. When we used to see you in church, we thought that you were thinking properly, but now you are revealing to us that you are not thinking properly. Um, I'll be like most of my colleagues here. When I came from school, I came from campus, and there was one thing on my mind. I, re I remember when we all were talking about mission, we were talking about doing the work of God. But I settled down one of the things is that um, I and my beloved, you know, we just discussed at a point that you know, it's good to marry, we want to marry, and then after marriage, you know, we can continue the ministry, mission can come on. But after the marriage, rather there were other things that <laughs> need to really look at, and that's the snake junction, actually. And then if I have struggled with this thing, I might to move now, I might to wait a little to settle issues. I mean, this thing has been there for some time now. And I thank God for this come that as Bishop ministered, I think God has really opened my eyes to realize that I'm, I'm, I'm at, a, at a very serious junction and I need to take a step forward. Yeah. And I believe that that is one of the areas where I have 
had an enlightenment and I believe I'm going forward and there's nothing holding me back. So before what was holding you back? <laughs> so many things for for instance I believe um I be, it was mainly delusions. I, I think maybe I can gather one or two things and have a certain security there. Yeah, before then I can just move. I, I believe my, my, my wife also was very certain about the ministry, the, the, the moving out, mission. How many years ago did you finish school? That's my third year now. So he, see, he has finished school for three years and he's now telling us that his mind was not working correctly. So what advice do you have to give to some of them? How do you think some of them are thinking? <laughs> yeah, I think uh, there's a lot of delusion as I listen to. A lot of them trying to say that I want to go and do this and that. And then, um, like some of my friends who are believing they want to go to full time now. You know, I asked Reverend Saki about relationships this morning because that is one thing that kept me. You know, some of you may have not found your beloveds now, but maybe in a very short time, you meet somebody who is saying that, just like my beloved said, this thing, why don't we try it this way? Why don't we hold on? And then, all of a sudden, it looks like um, Bishop wouldn't find you around. What is happening? What is happening? One day you come around and say that I'm having my, my wedding, Bishop. And what's happened to the decision to go for mission? What's happened to the decision to go on? You know, that, that's the thing. And you can even say that, Bishop, when I just finish the marriage, no, I'm just there. I'm going. This is just to touch this end. But I believe that it will really take you understanding what that bishop has shared over here. That's I know that it's not that. When you're actually deciding to go forward, just go forward. And I believe that that is it. Amen. There are some of um, the elders who really went, they went out for the mission. And some came later to have their marriages. And it's working. Uh, so I realized that there have been a lot of mistakes, there have been a lot of confusion, actually. Before I came for the camp, I was telling Reverend Oko that I was a little bit confused. You know, at a point, I felt disappointed, a lot of things, but I read that it's not too late. It's not too late at all. Yeah. Because, you see, he's you. speaking three years after yeah. finishing, isn't it? Yes, for sure. Do you feel sad about it? Oh, I, ha I have hope. You have hope now. Yeah. God bless you, brother. Thank, Thank you. you. Do you have yeah. any question for him? Somebody should ask him a question. Yes. Please, all this while, are you working or you are just in the system or something? I've been working. Um, see, one of the things is, sometimes it depends on, you see, your, your desire. I haven't been very happy. I haven't been very happy in the things that like, I've been doing. But I was around, I went through IP, IPTP and then I also made a pastor. I'm handling a church now. 
see, but when I look at all these things, I realize that my heart was not just for that because even the school where I am now, where I'm teaching, I when I really get into early work and have the children and I'm talking to them about the law, it looks like that is my my mission, that's my, my job. Everyone, I mean the masters and the headmistress, everyone know that I mean this guy, this how he is. I understand. That is the main thing. I always tell them that that's what my heart where my heart is. And that's what I have. And most of them know that very soon I may even leave the place. Yeah. Especially when this strike issue and then GS something came. My headmistress called me and said, Use some of you, this thing it doesn't worry people <laughs> a lot. Then she was trying to get something for me. And I told her, it's, it's, it's true. I can just decide just now because I haven't had anything. I remember one time we were at, at the camp at Kumasi when Bishop called Major and then um, some of the people who have worked for some time. You see, and I, today I look back and say that it's very true. Was it as you work, someone worked for 15 years, someone worked for 30 years, you were thinking that as you work, something will come. You can get a certain kind of security, isn't it? And said, now as you are standing there, can you say you have five million in your account? Can you say you have ten million accounts? And there's nothing. 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 But as you are working total within five years, I can have this, I can have that. Some of them, I mean, their, their parents have come for pension. No bicycle. Nothing. And they are just there. So I believe that we are having one of the priceless things that we can have in this land, the wisdom of God. And I just want to encourage us to just pick it. Hallelujah. Anybody else with a question? Running. Yeah, hello. Pastor, you sound very serious, and I know you are serious. <laughs> I'd like to know what you would do if you were to come back to this stage. If you have a beloved, you want to marry, would you marry before you go on missions? And let's say you've planned to marry in a year's time or six months time would you marry before missions or you would put it down put your plans down go and then come back before you marry if i were to go back if i with all that i've gained now i don't think i'll i'll, I'll make that mistake i understand it whatever i have to do in fact when at the point over here when bishop was calling the people like each person for a place and was just calling them that tears were in my eyes you understand? because somehow i was saying that what about maybe three years ago there was a place i was supposed to go maybe last i mean two years ago there was a place and maybe other people have gone down you see sometimes it's not by just looking at the thing that way see, i believe that a lot of us even though we are, we are talking we want this one some, maybe sometimes in the in the mind and not in the heart. Yeah. That is what I, I when I have to go back, I think that what I have before me, the, 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 the line I have to tow, I'll just go back. I just go straight on it. 
لازم ليندا Did you understand his answer? No, I'll go. I'll go and come. My my I'll question is: uh, You said three years ago. So three years, three years. I think getting to four years now. We had a loss camp, and I don't know whether you were around. But I believe Bishop was saying all these things that loss. You must do what he's doing and this kind of thing. And that was the time. Some of the pastors I know went abroad for the mission. Maybe at that particular instance, like some of us we are hearing, the zeal was everything was there. So what really prompts you to stay back? Was it parents, friends, or whatever? I want to know. Like I said before, see, some like when I came out, is when I came out that issue about marriage was there. It looked like we were married, even like a place to live was actually not there. Trying to struggle. I'm trying to find out if really I can manage and put certain things together. I mean, just keep the woman in a, a nice place, and I mean, all those things were there. Are you understanding? Uh-huh. But you see, my problem with all this is that in the secular world that you are following, what is there? Nothing. Uh, <laughs> I mean. If you are going to work at Barclays Bank, will you say, I will, I, will not, I, I, I will marry before I go and work at the Barclays Bank, or I will do this? I mean, I don't know what is, what is the difficulty when it comes to thinking about the church. After all those who have worked in the ministry, you can see they are all married, they have all had nice weddings, better than all of you can even afford. You've not seen it. So I don't know what is your problem. Reverend Saki, I, I think you have to explain. Huh? The delusion. Yeah, it's the delusions. After the church, if you are coming to work, you expect poverty, poverty, sufferings. <laughs> That's it. Where's my class? Huh? Oh. Poverty or oh. sufferings. See ya. Selassie, come, come. <laughs> the delusion of the badger skin is the same. The delusion of what? The badger skin of the tabernacle. Uh-huh. Very ugly from the outside. Oh, I don't know. Uh, well, what do you have to say to what he's saying? I, I think that what Pastor Hughes is saying is true. Um, because when you also look at the secular world that we seem to think that as ideal you get money and all that it's not there because I've also seen people who also finished university before me people who have read become they had first class they are still working the streets of Accra looking for a job so it's not about how to secure yourself you should, you should just expect anything and just be on the road because I remember Bishop when we were finishing school we had a meeting with you in the basement and then you asked all the Kevas elders what we would like to do after school and I said that I wanted to work in the church be in the church and you said really would you like to go on me I said yes so what if we don't have money to pay you I said I just want to be there because it's not money that is motivating me and you asked me where I would like to go and I said anywhere and you asked me how long I said as long as I'm alive
eats it. And I've never regretted. <laughs> what your uncle tell? What your uncle yeah, tell? When I finished school, one of my uncles, who holds a PhD, you know, asked me uh, what I wanted to do after my first degree, after national service. I said, now I'm going to work in the church. He said, no, you can't do that because in this family we go to school. And, <laughs> and, and he said that you must go for your masters and your PhD at least like the PhD is at least and I said no and one of my aunties said that look Uncle Leo what is your problem you have been, you have, you have been a lecturer in a university all this while what have we seen you have retired <laughs> You know, he, because he was a lecturer in Legon and he's retired now. He said, after all these years of being a lecturer, what, what, what have we seen? What have you brought home? This is my desire for him and just allow him. And he was quiet. <laughs> any, any question for Selassie? And Hughes? You see, yes. Just speak out loud from there, so that it's faster. It's, no, it's, it's, it's just got a job. Poverty throughout, throughout. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, I can say that it's very fulfilling because in my heart I realize that's what I've always wanted to do you know but my mind wouldn't want to do what I'm doing but my heart wants to do it and that's it actually the church mom is meant for priests yeah, it's, it's meant for a priest. You must be a priest. You must want to be a priest and then you come. Yeah. Oh, you don't understand the message. Huh? Any more questions for them? Yes, Eugene. I... Ah, he's asking you whether you have a beloved and all that. I do. She's not pressuring me for marriage because she's still in school, you see. And I'm not pressured to marry. What I really want to do is what I'm doing. The marriage thing will come along when the time comes. Lulu, come. Lulu, come. What 
Uh -huh. Lulu also, you've come from Legon, isn't it, to work in the church? So, you have also been struck with the poverty, isn't it? <laughs> so, the question is, what is, what question do you have for her? Why would the bride, did you have first class? You miss it almost. by, you almost had first class. <laughs> you miss it by how many percentages? Um, point zero one. point something. Zero point something. Okay, sorry, huh? You get first class in heaven. Okay, so now, any question for her? She's a lady. Uh huh. Gentlemen. What? Can, 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 give me the mic. <laughs> <laughs> um, what made you choose the poverty bishop is just repeating repeating what made you choose the poverty the, the poverty that bishop is what repeating ah, okay. <laughs> um, for me I think that I just wanted to serve God and I didn't care what that meant if it meant that I'll eat Gary for the rest of my life, I mean, I'll still eat it and enjoy in heaven. So I think it's... Hey, brother, your name? Arnold Adisco. Arnold Donko, okay. Yes, names. Um, Tokwe from Kolibu. My question for the lady pastor is, first, did you, um, the course you studied, did you have pressure from your parents, like, to, not to go into um, ministry, but to further, like, masters or something? Definitely, yes, I did. So how did you cope with that? Well, I think that... What, what pressure did you have from your parents? They wanted you to do... They wanted me to do my masters and to also travel, work abroad, get some money, then maybe... Have you been abroad before? Yes, I have. Once? I think twice. Twice. Yeah. You went to where? London. London. You've been to London and come. And what yeah. about your sisters? My sisters are there. They are all over there. So yes. your mother wanted, your parents wanted you also to go... Also follow after them. Follow yes. after them and also live there. Yes. You have sisters who live in London. Yes. Okay. And that they wanted you to do what? Masters? Yes. Ah. Uh, so I felt that um, to a large extent the parents thing is a, a cover up for ourselves it's like you, you really you are afraid to enter so you just say that oh my parents but if you really want something you know how to go around it to get exactly what you, what you want so okay that's the first question mm -hmm. then um, second did you um, were you dating anybody did you have a beloved before you left school before you left school to go in ministry, did you? Were you? Did you have a beloved before you finished? Yes, I did. So, is a person also supportive of ministry? Yes. Yes. So, that one is it. I have a question for you, sir. Um, you said that there was a pressure for you to get married, settle down with your wife before you go into ministry. 
Was there a particular reason why you felt it was supposed to be now? Did you feel that having your wife would help you, it would be easier for you in missions, or did you have pressure from family why you should, why you should okay. marry then? Maybe. Can let, I answer for him? I, although I, I, I think that he just wanted to secure himself. He felt that in this life you can secure yourself from this, this, that, and that. That's basically what he was doing. Not that you needed to marry at this time or that. Oh, I mean, answer her, but that's what I think. So. And you felt the wife was one of the securities you should have. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> well, it's an intellectual meeting now. <laughs> yes? My, my question is, um, I'm a little bit confused. Okay. Don't be confused. So yesterday I was saying that, you know, Snake Junction, when you get there, you can become confused. Yes. Okay, there. My question is, I, I really want to, somebody to help me. Like, there's this boy who is in, in university. He's a shepherd, stays in, or lives in Mampong. He wants to be in the ministry, but the parents are saying they will not allow the person to enter into But They had the person really wants to enter and then he has finished school my question is what do you do next do you pack your things and then say um look i think what lulu said is that this parent thing is a cover-up many of you here are not virgins raise your hand if you know that what i'm saying is true Raise your hand that many of us here are not virgins. Not that you are not a virgin, but you know that many of us here are not virgins. Raise your hand. Raise your hand. Yes. Did your mother see you or did your mother give you permission to go and jump on a certain boy somewhere? You disobeyed them and you have done exactly what you want to do. When it comes to the church or to working in the ministry, suddenly the parents are the most wildest thing that is opposing you from doing whatever you want to do it's a deception and a front don't use parents every parent wants especially if you have an unbeliever parent even a believer parent they will want you to do masters phd go abroad those things it's standard behavior from a normal parent you should expect that if they don't then maybe there's something they don't care about too much they're not against god they love you they give birth to you they love you and they give birth to you you have to expect that from them if they don't rather there's something wrong with, with, with your parents my father wanted me to go to oxford he wanted me to work for the united nations he wanted me to be abroad he wanted this i mean all my sisters are abroad i'm the only one here you understand so that thing there is standard response from a parent but you you do what you want to do all the time you've been lying totally naked a man is sleeping on you and your mother is not you are not saying my mother this my father this hey! right. don't bring yourself at all this morning yes Selassie. bishop i also think that Apart from the fact that uh, it's a front, 
as children, we all have ways that we used to go around our parents to get them to do what we want them to do for us. So I think that there's a way you can go around your parents. Apart from, the, apart from the 25 reasons that Bishop gave us yesterday, which will buttress whatever you will use, I think you can have your way. If only that is what you want to do. Yes. Did you, Lulu, did you rebel against your parents? No, I didn't at all. So, so that is not what we are not asking you to tell your parents that I won't do any masters. What do you mean? Uh, God has called me. Who do you think you are? You and God, which more? I'd rather obey God than man. You know, that's not what we're saying at all. If you do that, then then the watermelon. Forgive the watermelon. What we are saying is that all we are saying uh -huh. do don't rebel, do the right thing. You know, there's a way, like they keep I mean keep saying. Anything that you want to do, there's a way to go around it. And there's a way you can, if you really want to. You know, so if it is your heart. It's a, like Bishop says, a natural desire for every parent to see, do this, do this, do this, do this, and so on. So you as a child and as a son or whatever, you also have a, have a will and I respect you. Your parents respect at the point they will know that, look, my child is very intelligent, very wise. He's very conscious and very sure of what he's doing convince them go around it and you would have your you would, if you want to marry there's a way to go around it if anything you want to do you can do it so don't go and fight and they're the light thousand telling me to rebel this is what no yes what we're doing but if you really want to do it you can do it and you will do it it's as simple as that amen, amen. thanks somebody at the back Yeah, this is not a question, but actually my father was an idol worshiper. So when I became born again, he opposed me greatly. He wanted to sack me from the house and in so many things, but he, want, he wanted me to stop going to church. Once he asked me what church I attend, I said Lighthouse. And he said I should stop going to Lighthouse. And then he said, he said the day I go to Lighthouse, I should move from the house. And I had this desire to serve the Lord. And I was doing my best. I was sometimes, I was still submissive to him. I was obedient. I, anything he said I should do, I, I was doing it for him. But for about one year, he cut me off from spiritual things. But I was still reading my Bible in the room and so many things. But when I could not take it any longer, I found a way of running from the house. I'll wait. After I had done everything for him, and I was a bit free then, I'll rush to church and then I'll come back home quickly. Sometimes I get to church very late, but I'll still come back home quickly. Which church? Which church? I was still coming to Lighthouse. At the cathedral? Yes. And then I was. Which doing... campus are you on? UCC. Are you in your final year? No, I'm not going to the third year. Okay. And I. Because I was. Even though he was opposing my, Christian, my Christianity, he still like he has about he has eight children he still preferred me trusted me more than the rest of my siblings my twin brother and i we are the last but one and so i have elder siblings he trusted me more than any of his children anytime he, he had to travel he left the, his car keys his 
the house keys and even the money that my elder brother had to use it he was always leaving everything with me and then i was always praying that you were well favored and amen. goodly amen and i i was you, always, say, uh, you, uh, do you understand goodly and well favored it's like you are sort of chosen i was always Out of eight including a twin and you are chosen so, and joseph was goodly and well favored and there were such ill-favored kinds such as never been seen before in the land of egypt for badness go on and i was always praying that my father becomes born again before he dies and then he actually died this year on the 15th of february oh sorry. now when i went to school i was doing my quiet time one morning he was sick before i came to school when i opened the daily bread what was there was losing that and i was like wow it doesn't mean i'm going to lose my father i didn't want to do it but something said it is your quiet time so do it and i did it so about a week later i had a call from the house that my father is, is the sickness is is has become so severe that i had to come back home so i came home when i came home he was at the hospital but i was praying when i, I received the call i was praying god if it is your will that this man should die let me meet him and lead him to christ before he finally dies so when i came home my brother also came from ust my brother is in my twin brother is in ust he came and then he said peter let's go now so we rushed to the hospital when we got there the man who was strong energetic all of a sudden broken down about five tubes connected to various parts of his body he could not turn he could not do anything even if he's lying in one position and he wanted to turn the other way we had to carry lift him up and turn him that other way and he was like this is where sickness has brought me and then quickly I, I i forgot about the other people that i said no you must give your life to jesus you must be born again in fact when i told him and i i, I wanted to pray for him he said pray for me and then i i i knelt down i led him to christ as i was praying for him my twin brother knelt down beside me and then i prayed for him he gave his life to jesus and i i remember the day before he died he said he wanted to sit down we carried him and he sat down and then he started singing hymns an idol worshiper who has not sang hymns for a long time he, 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 he said we should sing i surrender all for him we sang it he said we should sing it is well with my soul we sang it for him he said we should sing Mitiasio, Minuyo. and then when we sing Mitiasio, then you say Ajay. when we say Minuyo, then you say ampa Mitiasio, Ajay, Minuyo, ampa. and then we sang for him after i decided i should pray for him and i prayed for him and then the next day when he was about to die he said he wanted to sit down we carried him and he sat down and then he whispered into my ears he said peter i am passing out i didn't say anything and then he said it again peter i'm passing out i want to lie down so we carried him and then he lay down and then he said i should raise his right hand and then i raised it and as i raised it he was on grip the grip got finished and the nurse wanted to attend to him and change the grip so i put the hand down and i went back and that was all the man is gone i realized that though he persecuted me he fought me and so many things because i submitted to him and i i used wisdom to do he was ready to listen to me i did not rebel so he listened to, to me even before i went to school he called me into his room and then he was showing me things and his property and things in the room and then uh, he didn't call any of my, my siblings he called me alone he showed me so many things and then he said peter do you know why i'm doing all this and i said no he said 
one day when I'm not around, you can point and say, this is where this is. This is where this is. This is where this is. And I realized that being a Christian, though your parents, sometimes they fight you, but they like you being who you are. If you really, I mean, respect them, and then you, you honor them, and you honor them as your parents. Though they outwardly, they fight you inwardly. They like you being a Christian. They prefer that one. In fact, I can tell you that they like it that way than you being somebody elsewhere doing something else. If only we, we just respect them. That's a very powerful testimony. God bless you. Huh? God bless you. Well done. Amen. What's your name? I'm Peter. Peter. Melemao me melumi. Mele what? Maumi melumi. Melemaumi melumi. What does it mean? The melum melemao me means yeah. I am in I'm God. God. Amen. Actually, I I I look into my family. I realize that almost everybody is an idol worshiper. So I and then melume uh, is my surname, which means I am amongst them. But after my father died, I said no. I am in God, and almost everybody is an idol worshiper. So I just have to add melemaume to my name. So melemaume melume. It's powerful, I tell you. Yeah, that shall be your story. Amen. I said that shall be your story. Amen. You see, what he's saying is very important. That's exactly how me when my father died, he also said, My son, Reverend Doctor, the, the one who didn't want me to be a pastor. Do you understand? Who wanted me to go to Oxford when I was getting married? He when I had my wedding, he was crying. You understand that time the church was established and i was clearly here i was at the canteen because i married later at the wedding he was crying said i i gave my son to be a priest so the person who is not even in favor of it he's secretly in favor of it and look at what the brother is saying he has a what do you call it uh, 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 eight brothers and sisters and he's a twin and this call him it's like you are you are liked and you are chosen you see and there is a way you handle them in the end they will still like you yeah. even though you didn't do their whatever that they were there's a way you handle them and they will thank god for your life he said this is my son who is a priest or my daughter who is a priest they'll know that they've given you to god huh yeah. lulu did your mother not give you to the church She's very happy now. She, I, I think now she's even happier with me than all of my siblings. She she's happier it, with you than all the others. Oh, she says it all the time. She says all it? All the time, yes. And she has given you away yeah. to God? Yes. Or to me, or to the church? Yes. Oh. Oh. <laughs> yes. Um, I also have a similar case like just Peter. Just that my dad is not dead but still alive. And what happened is that I some way somehow for saw that in the future he will be opposing to this direction that I will be taking. So I told him earlier on of my decision to one day enter into the ministry. And uprightly you ob uh, objected it. 
but as time goes on as time went on he i always get time to call him and try to also bring the signs of about the world because sometimes you also go into the world and there's it's not automatic that you also survive and prosper in the world he's in uk now and he always called me and tell me that frank things are not easy pray for me so i, I told him that see, the, when you go out there you may also not survive and when you also stay in the ministry you may survive or not so you are choosing between two things where you can either lose or gain either way but now he just called me sent me a text one day i was even showing it to gabby and then he's saying that what is in your heart just do it but make sure that um, you are doing the right thing that's it amen so we are going to win in the end amen let's start now what do you think let's make the change now why not why not yeah we have nothing to lose just find a way of maneuvering in the system ah, to the end so that there will be no curse or i mean somebody says something i mean just find a way flow ah, in the end you see ah. yes wait uh somebody over there yeah Amen. I think um, what my sister and my brothers are saying is very true. And you see, I'm born into a family where father believes in God, but he doesn't believe in Jesus. It's very strange. First person I've ever had is the first person I've ever had or seen something like that ever since I was born into this world. It's very strange. And anybody who hears this is like, wow. You see, and formally, what our sister was saying, when I was a bad boy, I used to argue, we quarrel, and one day I remember he even threw my bag outside. I denounced you go. And I said, eh, make up. And then I took my bag. And then I went away. I went to stay with a cousin. Later he came for me back. You see, so I think that even if in our bad age, sorry, our bad days, we were fornicating, we were doing this, we were able to take firm decisions, then I think that when we want to go into full-time ministry, we shouldn't use father-mother as an excuse. And now I can confidently tell you that, you see, I have, formerly he was, he was having money, and so I was, I'm, I'm having stepbrothers, sisters, because formerly Charlie was, was well off. And you see, <laughs> <laughs> And so, and ever since I joined this church, when I went to campus, then I zealously joined this church through the past two chief elders that have, have who've handled me. I realized that when I go home, I have big brothers and sisters. Some I, well, I may even meet them in town. I wouldn't even know them. Big brothers and sisters. You see, but whenever there is a problem, it's so surprising. He calls me. When my stepsister is misbehaving, they'll call me. When my stepbrother is... I remember last semester, my stepbrother, who, 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 who is in secondary school, came and was just playing around. He doesn't learn. They asked one of my sisters to go and look for him. And then they asked me, Kwaju, Edinaba, I was surprised. <laughs> and they asked me to advise him. You see, anything, when I'm in school, 
every, everything that happened, I'm the first person to call. Could you this, 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 this? Could you? This? And I can confidently say that I don't even buy units on my phone. My father now buy me units whenever it expires. He buy me J, J. You see, and so when we want to do the work of God, we shouldn't use father, mother, or friends as as as, as, as an excuse. Even on campus, there are times when. I, I always say that we do I, I, we always want to do more for Christ and less of our studies some of my course mates there will will agree with me that on campus we, if you are a shepherd then means you have a lot of tasks and so one thing I do is that I believe in one thing and it has worked for me for two years whenever there is any program like healing Jesus crusade or take off because I know that the work I'm going to or the work as a shepherd, you do visitation, you go and pray, you, you go for retreat, those stuff. Sometimes I cut Bishop's picture of the posters we paste around. And I paste on my notebook. And I write A on it. And I'm telling you, it's very true. I, I was telling my, 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 my former shepherd that every Bishop's picture I put on any subject is an A paper. <laughs> You see, you see, I remember when I was in second year, first semester, we were asked to take posters around, no, first year, second semester, posters around for takeoff. And I watched Bishop, I think that was the first time I was going to see Bishop face to face. I watched the man, the man was so handsome, I said, wow. <laughs> and so well, I, I said, as for this big one, it's on my math notebook. <laughs> and so I covered it. You see, friends will laugh at you. You see, it's very funny. Friends will say, "Hey, would you oh, sorry? Who oh, you say? Would This is what you see." And, and when they see you write the A on the notebook, they tell them, "Oh, oh yeah, what am You see, they will give funny comments, and and I told them, "Oh, and I, I believe in what I do. So whether parents or friends, still, still, you see, and it has worked for me. You can copy and paste." And I tell you, yeah. it's a work for you. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. You are blessed. What's your name? Eric. Eric from which campus? UCC. It seems UCC is bringing the wild guys. <laughs> it's great. You see, and what what will hurt me in my life is that you will be wild in school and then in five years seven years we'll find you with some ties sitting somewhere writing some proposals and other kind of presentations for other things because what you must realize is that this is the beginning of your real career your real career is in god yes this is the beginning of your real career that's why for me if somebody really really wants to be full-time and really wants to work for god it's my prayer that i will never prevent the person or hinder the person i want to make an opportunity available for everybody who really wants it 
because me too when i was in school i was very wild though you can ask reverend saki we were wild i mean we were wild people in our medical school but they have condoms they blow pig and they make a balloon then they'll be throwing it in the bus we do is i stand broad daylight five o'clock when we are going back i clap everybody's looking at me it's like a medical store clap talk to you about jesus christ i was very lean and i'll preach to them oh in fact we clap our hands water hall clap the hand in front of the room say l2 wake up you are standing this is the window just here you are standing l2 listen to me tonight god says this you'll be preached to them directly room to room you stand and you shout into the room you you can never escape me we did this don't broadcast broad one like that no we are direct now broadcast room by room we have a message for each room yeah is it not true yeah we had because we realized that when we started brother they just turn over and sleep so these people they'll finish just now we preach and then we share ourselves along the corridors and we say as soon as you hear the sound of a knock then we are standing outside the door 5 a.m is dark and there is a member of my group everyone standing door by door we are the whole you, when you stand in the corridor you see us standing as if we are coming to attack the door we are all standing there then we are listening to the preacher as soon as reverend saki says if you are hearing the sound of the door go 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 go, go all of us everybody's knocking we didn't leave people at all directly direct confrontation for christ oh. <laughs> oh, it was heavy <laughs> one time i was working with bishop at Lego hall they just started i think we've got to pray walk to the goddess and come so it's getting to 12 midnight and it was exams period and the lights just went out the whole university so bishop said actually make we preach we should preach and it was midnight exams time so we went to stand between two it of wasn't midnight about 9 10 or was it midnight yeah it was getting to midnight but everybody was awake everybody was because exams time so they were learning and the lights went out so they're wondering what was going on so we began to clap wake everybody attention important announcement they thought it was a fire outbreak that's why they didn't know what had gone on attention uh, very important listen very important announcement the whole place became quiet all the blocks everybody, everybody became quiet for listening to us we said jesus is coming soon oh how they insulted us <laughs> we, we, are, we are very 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 happy they insulted us oh in fact somebody ran out of room naked because the lights have gone out and you don't know what is happening attention put a wake up with attention i listen and then what is happening? he ran out of room naked then jesus is coming so, so oh foolish boy they insulted about a very but we preached we actually preached we finished preaching in fact they were so surprised the following they put up notice at what they go hall that if we come and scare them like that again <laughs> it was not easy yeah i mean we had we had preaching that brought responses notices i am i have had notices written against me several times water hall the day that we went room to room not room to room that we are knocking on but stand outside the door we position everybody so you are preaching to these four rooms so you start f2 f3 f4 f5 or l2 l3 f4 l5 
you preach to each one and you go outside the upstairs room l25 26 20 oh the ucf and the christian body came out with a notice this disassociating themselves from us disowning us yeah then when i went to medical school fresh i started preaching then the seniors they came up with a notice they said what you are doing whoever it is is smacks of the logic of the jungle and that if you want you come to air your opinions at an ungodly hour at 4 a.m it will not be tolerated here it will be met with an immediate and violent response this is what they, this is what they announced when they wrote for us so we said saturday we are coming Remember, we were like 10 years old and these were like final year students a very very bored with us but we came the following saturday Shelley, they couldn't do anything then after that when we come then a guy will put on this wild music that's like nobody can hear us i mean we were ready so after we finished school is it any surprise that i'm wearing a collar to preach or that i'm preaching so if one day you have been wild serving the lord doing whatever then later on it's like i mean you are some other person somewhere a teacher in some physics class giving extra classes every evening i mean chemistry lessons you are the chemistry master for look there are higher things and that brings me to my next subject it says recognize the small beginnings of a great career